Well, hello everybody. How are you, Jeanette? Hey, Jorge, how are you? Hello, everyone. Hi. Nice. Nice to see you all. Uh, we haven't really got together sort of uh, on the show till uh, today, but it's really. I hope you had a great uh, sort of break and uh, raring to go, as they say. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, the show yeah, today. A little bit of a, a little bit of a warm up, maybe a little bit of a. Joke well, you maybe. know. Yeah, well, yeah. I, I feel a bit sort of fired up because I've been for a run, Charlie, in minus right. two or whatever it is out there. Yeah, so I'm. Yeah, I'm, right. I'm you know, it, it, the show today is going to be an interesting one. Um, we've got a few more colleagues, hopefully, going to be joining us, but really following on from a theme from last year where um, I posted a poll on uh, LinkedIn and it was asking the question about what would you like to see on the show for 2021. What I'm going to do is I'm just going to flip a couple of slides up um, and I'm going to share and I'm going to come off again. We can start talking a bit. But what I've got here is, let me get this going now, is add to the stream. So this is a slideshow where I've literally taken a screenshot of what the poll result was from LinkedIn. And of course, it's not a surprise, top of the league is health and well-being. So we thought we'd start the show off with talking about health and well-being and specifically related to what's on your mind. In other words, people are on live chat, people are watching it. What's on your mind for 2021? What did you do in 2020 that really helped you get through, let's just say, a very challenging year? And how could you share that with us through chat? And we're going to share our thoughts with you as well. And maybe somewhere online, some folks will pick up some bits and pieces that might help them as well. So take the slide pack off and we're going to come back to uh, folks. So I'm going to start in the order on the screen, really, um, and and go with uh, firstly Jeanette. Malcolm says he can't come on. Have a great session, stream team. Thank you, Mal. We miss you. Hope everything's okay, and we'll catch up with you yeah. very soon. Um, Jeanette, it was a tough year, wasn't it, last year? Well, I mean, what do you? What did you do? How did you cope with the year? And what could you share in terms of your experiences that people could? gather strength from and maybe learn from? When I think about 2020, I think there is, it's not any doubt that it was challenging for everyone. It doesn't matter where you are. However, however, when I analyze 2020, I try to look and I came to a conclusion that 2020, it wasn't only about COVID as it is, as a risk, but also it's an opportunity. So I, I looked at that and now I think that when I think about 2020 and I did talk to my team because I'm not only as a health and safety practitioner but I'm also a manager and I need to remember that. And uh, thinking about 2020, the word that comes to my mind, it's about leadership and it's about leading change, leading those changes and that COVID, it wasn't only about work or it was also that work balance and families and the work and career development and it's about stability and i think that it was a year where we had to prove or maybe to verify that's the word what type of leaders we are uh, and i don't think that it was about transformational transitional it's about how we managed to change and and maybe to look at that situation from the perspective of new opportunities 
And here, here we are, look at that uh, live show that we have it. It's one of them. It's one of those proof that uh, it was a great opportunity. For me, it was opportunity to meet Dominic Cooper. For me, it was opportunity to meet Scott Geller. For me, it was an opportunity to have a great team that I have in my company. And we became closer. It was about inspiration. It's about getting through those tough moments together. When on the 13th of March, all our contracts were canceled in one day and we had to change our strategy. And I think that when I think about this, I'm very thankful and grateful for 2020 because it, it, we're joking that if we manage to go through 2020, we can manage with 2021. Yes, it wasn't easy. It wasn't easy. I think it gave us so many opportunities that we haven't thought about this before. So I'm quite positive and I'm entering 2021 with so many positive thoughts and looking forward for new opportunities and for new challenges. And it's going to be very interesting to analyze the elements of leadership that worked, the elements of leadership and the elements that affected the safety culture and maybe analyze and look at the risk from perspective of consequences, negative and positive. That's me. I'd like to come back to you actually because you're, you're a very successful businesswoman and you, you faced some incredible challenges last year and I'd like to come back to you on that because maybe there's some things there that other people have gone through the same sort of uh, uh, rigmarole and uh, uh, hurdles that you've had maybe they can uh, benefit from that so let's let's come to Jorge Jorge you you you've been um, you've been in a sticky spot last year haven't you with all sorts of things going on as well yeah well, 2020 year was uh, a very hard year. A very hard because it was shock time. Why shock time? Because in many cases the people doesn't doesn't be prepared to deal with a COVID, with a pandemic, and all the things that happen around this new virus the people need to stay at home they don't go out to to buy some food something like they need the policeman in many places in many countries take away the people and if you are on the street you catch go home and you are pain and uh, talking about the works the people were working very afraid what is happening with the college with the other workers that they they are you know, making all, all the activities in this one and in this this one is a big challenge because in your mind when you are a leadership like janet says or or you are a people who who has more experience than the other ones and all the workers look to you and say what happened what do, do we make these activities without any kind of problems? Talking about healthy. And the mind was in other things. And I am very surprised that we don't have a lot of incidents and accidents there, as we know at this time. Mm. Maybe it, they happen and, and we don't have reports of that one. 
But I think that the people in, 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 in this uh, time, they were very, very carefully performing activities, taking another kind of mind that we never expect to, to have because they need to deal with the concentration about the job that they are performing mm. and looking what happening around them because they don't know exactly if the if the people right next there they are with virus on his body or on on, on the way that they are taking tools and something like this one the the, the virus was there and of course this is looking about the, the performance of, of the jobs but about contracts to many companies take away okay wait 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 let, let me let me see what is happening here please stop this contract stop that that job please wait because, because uh, the people around the world they don't know how to deal with mm -hmm. this one and this is something that uh, is was 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 new for for us. Now, after the thirty sixty five year days dealing with the, with the virus, it's a new year, but still the problem there, mm. and mm. and the production and the activities need to be on their normal situation as we know, mm. and and this is something that at this time. I don't think that all the people know exactly what to do to deal and to be on the normal condition. Mm. I think so. Well, we, we're going to come back to that, Jorge. So I'm going to, I'm going to put these in little sort of um, pockets. So Jeanette, okay. from a business perspective, the challenges of leading a business and all the issues that go with that. And with you, Jorge, it's all about work coming to a standstill. Uh, obviously, this is historical, what happened in 2020. We need to look at 2021 and how we can maybe add some positivity in there, if there is any way we can add some positivity. We've got a question coming from uh, ConsultSafe. Now, if my memory is correct, is that is that Graham from ConsultSafe? Graham says, is there another view that with all that has gone on over the last year and the disappearance of the rat race, do we have a better understanding of our mental health? I'd like to come back to that as well. And I'm posting a lot and saying I'd like to come back to it, but I want to sort of just flow through this process. Coming to Charlie. Now, Charlie, you have an enormous task <laughs> on your hand with, what is it, 5,000 people, 7,000 uh, people? That, that's not strictly true anymore. Okay. We're, we're, we're right at the very, if you put the project in a sort of bell curve, right. uh, we're, we're, we're at that bottom curve and coming out now. We're probably right. about another three to four months. Uh, there's a lot of snagging going on. There's, there's a lot of pressure to get things complete the the bus operator wants to get moving they want to get revenue generated and tickets sold and things like that so there's a there's a whole variety of things going on now but we we don't have that that large amount of workforce anymore however it, it, it doesn't mean to say that the work the work is now for me personally it's a little bit tedious now there's there's no high risk stuff anymore it's it's a lot of snagging and finishing off and all that sort of stuff the problem is that there are now Rather than four or five big work sites across the area, we've now got hundreds of small pieces of work going on all over the place and things like that. But another three to four months and we should be pretty much uh, complete uh, in total. Um, now, that doesn't mean to say that there'll be other stuff going on after that. But in general terms, the project will be complete and buses will be operational uh, during quarter two. 
Um, so, but but from from me personally, 20, 2020, uh, primarily because of where I am and things like that, I haven't been able to get back to the UK uh, yeah. for a variety of reasons. I was I was due to fly back to the UK tonight, uh, but the British Airways cancelled the flights. There's the COVID lockdown in the UK is possibly going to run into March. The chances of me getting back to the UK now are uh, before uh, perhaps even April are, are pretty slight. So I, I haven't been back to the UK and seen my family since January the 4th last year. Mm-hmm. So it's been difficult for them. It's been difficult for me. Uh, however, um, I, I think that my experiences over the last 30, 40 years or whatever uh, have built up and built up and built up, which has allowed me to be what I consider to be successful within this uh, this pr- unprecedented time, if you want to call it that. The same with my family, my my my, my long term partner Karen. She always says that she. I always say that she's quite stoic and things like that. She is. She's handled it uh, marvelously as well. Uh, likewise with my kids, they've been they've been fantastic as well. But but one of the things that that's that's kind of put things into some sort of perspective for me is that I I I, I mentioned this briefly to you yesterday about the what are we doing to enable us to maintain clear, clear mental faculty and keep making sure that we're going ahead uh, when all of our, when, when everything all around is 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 becoming uh, 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 chaotic? I, I can't remember the name of that Roger Kipling poem. Is it F? What it talks about when everything else is going on around you and all that sort of stuff. So one of the things that I've been doing is I've been committing to reading, uh, and I, and it's like the last day at school. I've brought in uh, I've brought in some some things to talk about. Um, the, the the first one I committed to, and there's an awful lot. I I I purposely didn't want to read any management books this year. I've done a lot of courses, and I'm coursed out with it and things like that. And I went, no, I, if I'm doing courses on management, leadership, and everything else like that, I'm not going to read on it as well. So the first thing I did was I wanted to read Herman Melville, uh, Moby Dick, The Great White Whale, uh, and I completed that. Uh, uh, earlier on last last year one of the interesting things about that is that there's there's leadership lessons in there jenna uh captain ahab is your uh, your typical transactional leader uh, <laughs> uh the doubloon to the mast and said uh, if any of you can help me raise the whale i'll, I'll give you that <laughs> so, uh, so that there, there, are, there are leadership and management lessons to be found in the most strangest of places um, also, complete, also, <laughs> also read The Conquest of Happiness from uh, Bertrand, Bertrand Russell. Russell. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and that's, although it's from the 1930s, it's chock, uh, and chock full of 1930s anachronisms. An awful lot of it, 60 to 80% of it, is actually still true to this day. Uh, he was a fantastic mathematician as much yeah, as a was. philosopher. Um, Marcus Aurelius is one of my favourites about Stoicism. Mm, I've got all yeah. chopped out there. Um, what else did I read? Uh, Irvin Stone, Agony and Ecstasy about Michelangelo. The film is just as, as good as the book. And it's and it's a lesson learned that genius and madness is very, very... There's a very, very thin line between genius and madness. Michelangelo nearly killed himself trying to... Aiming for perfection. And again, this this aspect of learning from these and putting this into organisational business lives, perfectionism doesn't exist. Perfectionism isn't really just in the eye of the beholder. And if you push yourself too far, you're going to end up making yourself ill. And 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 the only person that's going to benefit from it is the people who are seeing your seeing your work. However, 
Uh, I've started the I've started the Gulag Archipelago. I started that a couple of months ago, so that that's that's a chunk of a book I need to go through. However, the the, the most interesting book that I read last year was Viktor Frankl, uh, Man's Search for Meaning. Now, and this this does have links into health, well-being, uh, organisational, uh, human resources, human uh, uh, dealing with yourself as much as anything else. Because there's, there's five key things that come from this book, and one of these things actually tie into what Janet was saying. So number one with this, we always retain the ability to choose our attitude. Mm. So how do we respond? How, do, how, how is our attitude to respond to COVID? Mm. Do we shrink or do we go, no, come on, let, let's go for it? Um, there will always be suffering, but it's how we react to that suffering that counts. Uh, we also shouldn't under, underestimate the power of purpose. Um, and the, the true test of our character is revealed in how we act. Uh, and finally, human kindness can be found in the most surprising of places, and I found it here mm. with the stream team. So, um, so the, yeah. the other thing with this is that the, it's it's tied me into a thing called logotherapy, and I'm just about to I'm considering doing a diploma in logotherapy. <laughs> so if I, if I start it, I'll come back to you later on and let you know how I'm getting on. <laughs> I, I would really, if anyone's interested, because as far as I'm concerned, if Viktor Frankl can survive the Holocaust, mm. then then I can survive COVID and being stuck in Saudi Arabia. I, I'm I'm healthy. I'm wealthy. I'm, I'm I may not be wise, but I'm certainly healthy and wealthy. And I may not be wise. I may not be wealthy either. Actually, it depends who spends my money. But um, I, I I I I retain a positive but realistic outlook on life. And I, as far as I'm concerned, bring it on. This is only going to make me stronger and better. What's happened last year? I really like your positivity, Charlie, in the sense that you found solace and comfort in reading books, um, mm -hmm. engaging the the brain, keeping very creative. Yeah, you are you are in a pretty isolated environment in the sense that um, you're away from your family, uh, living in a tin can almost. You know, and um, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I applaud you in the sense that it is it is uh, and it's been what over a year now that you haven't yeah, seen yeah, your family, yeah. isn't it? That's pretty pretty tough going. Quite good resilience there. Yeah. Um, Jorge, you dropped out, but basically we we know that Charlie has got a library now, okay, and uh, he, he's going to start <laughs> yes. opening up uh, membership. Uh, I can see. It. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Graham actually says, great positive attitude, Charlie. Absolutely. I mean, we we all actually draw from your positivity, Charlie, whenever you're on. And I hate to say it, it's almost vampirical the way we suck your energy sometime into these. Uh, into don't don't get me wrong. I, I've had my downs. And, and, and oh, we all do. I mean, we all do. Yeah, but any, anything, any, any, any crying I do is, is, is an on my own in my own time. So. Um. <laughs> well, look, I mean, there is a danger with these things when you talk about health and well-being and my advice and what am I going to do that yeah, you could yeah. always go down the dark avenues and moan and groan and so on but I think what you're saying is that SH1T happens you know and we we have to come back and we have yeah. to be very resilient about it so going through the going through the rigmaroles now Charlie, you found comfort in reading books, keeping yourself positively engaged. And I think that is really probably more or less half of 2021. You have to keep yourself engaged. Jeanette, yeah. 
different set of um uh, well challenges for you and i said we'll come back to you but before we do that let's just take um a couple of things tanner says he can't be on the show he's on our stream team he says he's waiting in line for a covid test we'd love to hear how that goes uh, tanner. Hi, tanner. Hi, tanner. um now graham's question um do we have a better understanding of <coughs> mental health I, i'd say from my perspective i'd say yes okay is it where it should be i don't know but I think it's really started the process. You could think of it almost like a catalyst in terms of allowing us to start thinking about mental health a lot more. I know from my perspective, I am a little bit more uh, aware of other people's challenges that they have right now, whether they're furloughed or feeling unloved or lost a family member, whatever it is, I'm, I'm a little bit more conscious of that. So when I engage brain to mouth, I always actually put a little hurdle in there saying, be cautious, be mindful of what situation that they're in because you don't want to be saying something that's going to add, you know, another bit of burden to them. Sure. What do you think? I mean, coming back to you, Jeanette, what do you think? Do we have a better understanding of mental health? Do you do in your in your business, for example? I don't know whether it's better understanding, but for sure, uh, COVID triggered a lot of thinking and uh, about the mental health. And mental health, looking even at the curriculum, looking at the Nibosh books, for example, uh, I've been, I think it's been extended and there is a fine line now, mental health uh, from the occupational uh, perspective, but also within a COVID demonstrated how much it's uh, uh, connected or interrelated to the work-life balance because being locked down at the homes, working together, spending more time with our beloved ones, uh, having children at home. And also on top of that fear, fear of losing your job, potentially your business contracts, traveling, restricted traveling, not seeing your families like Charlie. So I don't, I don't know if we need to, we, we can talk about understanding. I think it's, it's, uh, uh, it's still uh, time. I think this year is going to be about understanding the mental health, but for sure, a mental health become topic number one, whether you go to any webinars, you go to any companies, the first top topic. Sometimes we don't call it mental health. Do you agree with me? Sometimes it's something that we think about completely different topics, but somehow it's related to mental health. Mm -hmm. yeah. Talking about APIs, we start relating uh, relate them to the mental health. From one side, you will think how it's related to mental health. But again, looking now, at the, I work with the companies. They talk now about the new KPIs for the 2021. They started thinking about mental health KPIs. It never was before. Mm -hmm. um, so that's I, mean, I mean, you've got a medical background. It'd be interesting to yeah. see what people's views are out there on, on, on chat and uh, generally. When you talk about uh, KPIs, leading and lagging indicators, I, I'd be interested to see what what you would suggest, what would be considered as leading indicators and lagging indicators. I suspect we're all into lagging indicators, aren't we, for mental health? But wh why don't we start thinking about positive? I mean, Charlie, in your, in your situation, for example, you've got a lot of people and what, what's the situation yeah, there? I, I, the, the the mental health the, the term those two words mental health still has a a, a very uh, has a stigma attached to it um uh, particularly around uh, uh 
particularly men, men don't want to talk about their they don't want to, men don't generally want to talk about their health anyway, uh, let alone any any sort of mental health, they're stoic and that, I'm strong and all that, that sort of stuff. Uh, I think you, you might want to go back to maybe the 60s and the 70s when uh, you had, you were classed as handicapped rather, than, and, they, and they had to change that, the, the charity had to change that to enable rather than disabled and things because it, it, there was a negative connotation with regards to somebody who was considered to be to be handicapped and then they changed that to enable um and and i think that that we're, we're in that position at the moment where mental health still has a has a stigma attached to it and, it, and, and although it might be a change of words i'm not i'm not uh, I'm, I'm not sure if that may help uh, uh holistically but i i think that the, the stigma of it is still there and uh, that stigma has to be challenged um, particularly Charlie, uh, tell me please from from your perspective i'm very much interested don't you think that when we talk about mental health now we came to the point where we don't know who is dealing with mental health in our workplace because at the end of the day they started coming to the occupational health and safety practitioners yeah. and we became the uh, the ones who had to answer the questions and maybe dealing with their, uh, I don't know, uh, change management or whatever, any other standards. And this is another question, mental health. Who is dealing with mental health now when it comes to workplace? Yeah, I, I, think, I think you're right. But I also think there's a fact that, that there's so many things lumped in with mental health. I, I'm yeah. feeling down. Oh, okay, well, I'll go for a jog and I'm okay. I know that will set the endorphins going and the cortisol and everything else starts running. But I, I think there's this aspect that mental health, an awful lot of things that are just generally part of your natural reaction to 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 challenges and suffering is is triggering other other sorts of things. I think we have to be quite clear what and I, I again I, I'm not specifically clear on on what mental health actually means. And nobody's really said that well, mental health is. I think yeah. understanding is still in front of us because yeah, there are so yeah. many yeah. questions, yeah. so many I, I, questions I, I, to be answered. I'm a medical doctor, I'm a sure, surgeon, sure. Yeah, uh, yeah. and if they ask mental health, there are so many things. It's a post-traumatic disorders, it's anxiety, it's a yeah, yeah. depression, it's about loneliness, it's about yeah. emotional part, behavioral part, and all yeah. of that. Yeah. All so many questions that will come. Yeah. Yeah. the burden and we'll have to deal with that and i think yeah. 2021 yeah. is going to answer all those questions or we try to answer all those questions one thing we know that we do have mental health issues oh without a doubt you know? yeah i mean it's that that's yeah mm -hmm. without a doubt. but i think that you i think you've answered your own question there when you were saying yeah. who should be responsible for this because you you rattled off a whole list of things there anxiety depression um uh, the, the suicidal thoughts and 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 reality. Ha having a chat with someone and a cup of tea might not be what that person specifically, mm. specifically. If you're dealing with loneliness, and I think that goes to an, uh, uh, the heart of an awful lot of the questions being raised: who should look after mental health? What qualifications do you have? Do you have the necessary experience and background to deal with somebody who 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 may be having quite a traumatic? Um, it might even be suffering a, 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 a complete uh, mental breakdown yeah. um, and, and you may give them the wrong advice or heard the wrong advice and things like that. I think it's a very, very delicate... Uh, how we measure yeah, it, right? Yeah. How we measure it. Yeah, I, I just want to... Um, it's interesting about mental health because in the UK we've got this mental health first aider 
uh, aspect going on where you probably go to your mental health first aid or to uh, get advice on. But I just want to just talk to Jorge for a second. Um, yeah. Now, Jorge, you you you've got a different set of nuts and bolts going on in the sense that your your personal don't go into details, but from a personal perspective, you've had some uh, a bit of tra tragic news last year. And uh, I mean, where where does where does your mind sit in terms of mental health? I mean, did you what did you do? How did you get over things? Well. Uh, I was. I said, don't go into don't go into personal details because um, no, uh, no, no. Uh, talking with a lot of people and taking the ideas, the best ideas from there. I think that my well, the mental health of all the people right now and the new normality is that you are very strong. You need to to keep on your mind that you are very strong. And if you are positive like uh, Charlie, no, no any kind of problems, outside problems, can make a big damage in you. I think that all of us, in some time, in some cases, will be affected by the virus inside our bodies. Mm. But... Uh, we need to, to have the capacity to have a very, very positive mentality. And this one, talking with uh, people, with medical people and people who is in health issues, they told me that the people who was affected by the virus and they have a strong mentality that they don't lose the fight against the virus they have no very hard affecting in their in their bodies in 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 10 days they are ready to stay at home waiting for all, all the days that they need to stay there and they return to work very very easy mm -hmm. uh, yeah. is, i think that uh, reading what is happening in the United States is, is my, my, my big biggest input. Mm. They they are on the same way. Mm. And mm. and and maybe the circuit here is about how do you have in your mind the capacity and the strongest to deal with the COVID when he is inside my body. And mm -hmm. if you are strong, I think, if you are thinking in, in this way, you, you can deal with, with one and performing all the activities and trying to, to catch with other people if they have on the same way. And maybe it is one of the ways taking a, 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 the, the vaccine uh, in one way, the, the, the way that, that the workers need to apply on the new normality. I guess, I guess what you're referring to is a law of inevitability in the sense that sooner or later, even though everything is going to come down in terms of um, news media and statistics and everything else, the virus is still going to be around in one form mm -hmm. or another and someone's going to get it. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm glad you shared that with us, Ogia, and I'm uh, 
didn't want to go into too much detail into what happened, but can I just say a quick few shout outs? So Richard, lovely to see you on the show. I don't think I've seen you on the show before. Thank you for the lovely message you put on LinkedIn today. Um, yes, uh, Darren uh, Sutton is on next week and it'd be interesting to follow up on some of these discussions we're having now with Darren about uh, performance psychology for safety. And in fact, Charlie, a guest on Thursday next week is Darren Brunton where we're going to talk about resilience. And Darren was in the Falklands uh, uh, war. He's a war veteran from the Falklands. So it'd be interesting to see how he coped with it, going back to your book books that you mentioned um, yes. earlier on. Yeah. Um, uh, and um, Jeanette, uh, Graham's uh, chiming with you. He says, you're right. There is a difference between our welfare and the OHU welfare of the workplace. Thank you uh, very much there, Graham. Vince, where have you been hiding? We haven't heard from you for a while. It's lovely to see you on there. Uh, Vince saying, no one is really dealing with mental health. There's a half-hearted attempt to deal with the symptoms, but virtually zero being done to eliminate the causes. I, I can't really disagree with him on that. What do you think? Uh, Jeanette, what do you think? Uh, let's look at the causes then of the mental health. All the causes by book, if we're talking about by book, they are divided in the context uh, related, content related, job related. But we don't want to go into academia now and talk about the real causes. Yeah, let's, we'll, we'll get yeah. into such a. Such yeah, because I don't want to go there. But I would like to say that um, talking about the causes and the symptoms, we need first of all to make it clear for everyone at work that if you are not dwelling, uh, not feeling okay, and it doesn't matter what are the causes, and you have those symptoms, you're, it's all right to speak up, and it's okay to come and talk about that. And we have to develop those conditions of the workplace and those elements of the workplace, the system uh, that allows everyone, despite his position and gender, Charlie right? to come and talk about that openly. And then the next thing we'll be dealing with causes and now trying to uh, solve it. But the first thing, is it a problem? Because sometimes, we've, uh, you know, you've heard about the depression with the smile on your face. Mm. So people might be hiding it and uh, it's a stigmatized and we do have some stereotypes. And I think now it's time to uh, develop the system that will allow anyone in your workplace. And I went through that, talking about being positive and strong. I believe all of us were strong to some point, but there is always a breaking point for everyone. Mm -hmm. And uh, it happened, and I believe it's a normal thing to talk about that and talk about the failures and talk about that I'm not coping anymore, I need help. And this is where we need to, this is where the, we need to talk about. And in, in my situation, it was my team. And it was my team. And I realized that I'm a leader, but at the same time, I'm a part of the team. And this is how you develop your team spirit. And what do you do? As I always say, we need always to come back to the values, to the basics, to the ground, just to the starting point and say who we are, why we're here, what is the purpose, what is the value, and what is the goal? And whenever we get back to the basics and we start talking about as a team members and talking about difficult things, but openly transparent message, this is how we can deal and at least start 
dealing with the mental health. This is how I yeah. look at that. Well, I, I think it's. I think of all of us on on the boxes here, you're probably the most qualified because of yeah. your medical background and your yeah. uh, surgeon background. Um, now there's a bit of a conversation going on uh, on chats between uh, Graham and Vince. I won't I won't drag that onto the box and um, refer to what they're saying. But yes, look, please do chat. And this is not just us talking here. We want you all to talk to each other, connect offline, and um, you know just just chat things as well. Uh, Arun, Arun G, that must be my friend Arun Garg who's going to be on the show. I can only see LinkedIn user. Is that Arun Garg? Yeah, Arun. Yeah, need to also understand the reasons of deteriorating mental health. For example, expatriates and remote sites, stress. Arun's going to be on the show in the future, and Arun's yeah. doing a PhD. He's just done. Uh, yeah. For confirmation, it's about resilience and safety culture. This so, reminds me actually of risk management, right? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so risk factors, yeah. identify your risk factors, and you will be dealing with that. Yeah. Yeah, I think <laughs> I think I think we're in need of a show in the future just about risk management. And uh, and Vince is saying Arunji primarily is fear. So what are people scared of? I love these conversations. Keep them coming. Okay. If you, you don't ask, you don't chat. What's the point of having these live events, right? Jorge, my friend, I thought, by the way, um, I want to ask you something. In Mexico, you are you seeing a different set of dimensions? Because culture culturally can be different as well, can, can it not? Because families are spending more time together, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. Well, here... Uh as you said, and and I always sorry, sorry Jorge, I must I must interrupt you to say that I'm asking you that because you're having a celebration at the moment, aren't you? And I'm interested uh, about the uh, family get-togethers. Yeah, and uh, well, in one way, you, you the government people here take different uh, restrictions that you have in other countries, as I said, and I review. And talking about works, we are learning. We are learning every day. We are implementing some, activi some, some activities, trying to avoid any distraction of our workers, making a big, big first uh, meetings, before that day performing activities. Yes. And one of the topics to, 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 to talk with the people is what to deal with the COVID and, and how do they need to take away the stress caused by this one. And people, please, during the job, do not talk about the COVID, do not talk about the people around us that is sick right uh, right now try to to be very concentrated on the job that you are performing is all all this all these thing is 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 a uh, talking on on the first meeting job before that they go to to the field so, so what you're saying uh, sorry Jorge, what you're saying is before you start working doing any of those things where your mind can drift into uh issues it's better to do it right up front get it all right up front talk about the challenges and the and the demons that you've got then that way at least it makes it 
more manageable in terms of the tasks and the focus on the task. Did I did I understand that right? Yes, yes, it's okay. And after that, after that, the leader of the job talk with the small group. Yeah. Yes. And the small group talks about how do they feeling. Right. Before that make any kind of activity. If they are sure that the risk is an, a, a control level and they don't have any kind of stress in his mind, they start performing the activities. If not, they stop the activities and they return to the office to, to speak and the mental health and safety, safety people comes to talk with the group trying to, to avoid any kind of a stress, any kind of doubt, any kind of a problem that is, is appearing on this group. Is the way that we are performing, maybe, maybe it's not the, 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 better, the, better, the better thing to, to do, but is, is the way that we are uh, making the, the, the activities. And at this time, we, we don't have big problems, very, uh, very high incidents or, or, or accidents. Interesting, interesting. What what I want to do is, if you'll allow me just three or four minutes for me to share some of my thoughts with you. Um, I was running today and I was thinking about how I can put this across in a way which doesn't sound cheesy, corny or any of those things. I mean, Charlie talked about management books and I'm I'm one of the biggest skeptics when it comes to these acronyms and management speak and all those things, you know. So I'm going to try and I'm going to try and share something with you and the folks on live chat and maybe share with you how I came to an epiphany, if you like, at the end of 2020, which has allowed me to understand things a bit better. Now, as you know, I've been doing these digital things a little bit before you came, and um, when you came, it helped me even more because. For many, for many months, uh, I was in the wilderness. Um, I was lost. I didn't really know why I was doing it. Um, I knew I had to do it. And in some ways, I thought it had to be done because it, it helped me, it helped me not only make myself creative, because I think it's important to do creative things. Otherwise, you start to stagnate yeah. and you start to fester. So the yeah. first thing is is to do things that are creative, even if it's like doing a puzzle or learning a new language or learning to ride a bike, you know, do something that's creative so you don't hurt yourself in the process as well. Yeah. Um, so last year, let me let me just share a couple of slides and then uh, talk this through with me. Do bear with me as I, as I go through this very quickly. So my journey last year was very interesting for me. So imagine I'm bobbing along in the ocean and uh, Captain Ahab's you know, ste steering the ship or whatever. And, <laughs> and suddenly I'm saying to myself, why am I doing this? What is the purpose of doing this? You know, I don't think it was a midlife crisis. It was just one of those things. These things take a lot of time to put together. And I couldn't really understand it. All I knew was that I, I wanted to do it. And at the end of last year, around November time, it suddenly dawned on me when someone said to me, oh, you might be doing Ikigai. And I thought, what the hell is Ikigai, right? Is it some fellow who works in a chip shop or something? I don't know. So I started to look into Ikigai. And the reason I'm sharing this with you is those of you out there who want to try and find a bit more focus, this might help because I will guarantee you, I'm one of the biggest skeptics you can find, but it helped me 
tune my antenna a little bit better. So ikigai is literally a Japanese concept meaning a reason for being. It's your mojo. It's what makes you get up out of bed in the morning, jumping out of bed, you know, wanting to bash the hell out of the day and can't wait for the next day. I didn't realize I was actually doing ikigai until I started to understand it and read it, much to the point where I bought my son the book. And he is now a convert, and the whole family is now converted to Ikigai to a large extent. Ikigai is really very simple. And if in 2021, all I can share with you is if you get into a point where you want to focus on th something, find something that you love doing, and it's something that the world needs. It might be something that you get paid for, and it's something that you're good at. The Venn diagram that's put here is not really an Ikigai Venn diagram. It was designed by someone to explain it. I'm not going to talk too much about Ikigai because I might bore you to tears and it's not something that you might be interested in. But I would suggest that you look it up, figure out what is your Ikigai for 2021. What is it that you love doing? You know, what do you think the world needs? It might be helping someone in terms of mental health issues or in terms of giving them support through uh, business in any way. Um, you might not get paid for it, but if that's your motivator, then think about why you're doing it, what's the reason? And it has to be obviously something that you're good at because you're gonna share the positivity with folks. For me, my guy is doing the shows. Mm -hmm. I love doing them, right? I love doing them because I love interacting. I love talking to the stream team. I like to see the chats on, on, the, on the box here. And I think it's something that the world needs right now because there's um, too much negativity. If we can generate some positivity with these sessions, brilliant, right? Do I get paid for it? I don't get paid for it. I actually pay for it. I, you know, I fund everything myself. Maybe somewhere down the road, I might pick up a client you know, for my uh, consultancy firm. But it's not been the biggest driver for me. And if I actually start thinking like that, I think I'd get frustrated and it won't be my icky guy anymore. I'll have to find something else to do. So am I good at it? Well, I can't really be the judge of that. I think I'm doing okay. I think uh, people keep giving me feedback and positive comments. Vince, Graham, uh, Richard, all you guys on the show giving me this feedback is encouraging and motivating. So I, I talked about Ikigai a lot last year uh, with the stream team. And in terms of uh, yourselves, I know that Jorge, you, you, the other day we were having a conversation, you held up your phone saying, I'm, doing, I'm looking at Ikigai, right? Yeah. Uh, and I know, Jeanette, you were copying the name. How do you spell Ikigai? Have you, have you, what do you think? Am I, am I, I found, I found some sanity in it. Do you think there is something that people can get from that? Let's go. Let's go with that Jorge because he had it on his mobile phone. What do you think of it, Jorge? Well, this is uh, a very strong issue, Mickey guy. Myself think that is something that we need to learn because the diagram and and all the all the things that are inside this diagram is uh, how do you feel after some years that you are finished your school time and you are uh, making jobs and, and, and are worker, you, you gain a lot of experience. And not in many cases, you, you stop the way to see 
if you have the passion to do the activity that you are making. Yeah. And if you if, if you make a, a stop and review that one, you can find that you have a lot a lot of abilities to do the things that make that you feel better, that you have passion for that one. And if it's not just in direct handle of you, you can look the way to reach this goal because it will be very strongly in your life and it, it, and it will be a big motivation to do the activities that make passion for you. Is is my my opinion? Mm. Yeah, I, I I agree with that. Um, coming to Jeanette, I mean, you you made notes on it the other day. What 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 do you think of Ikigai? Do you think it's something that can help people in twenty twenty one? I've never heard about Ikigai. I'm being honest with you, but it does make sense. Why? Just because of you, Sonia. <laughs> I met you, and I think, uh, and I think talking to you. And uh, if you ask me, Ikigai and Sony, the the first thing that comes to my mind, I think it's about harmony, mm -hmm. uh, and I think it's about that balance. Do you agree with mm -hmm. me, guys? So it's about yeah, balance, yeah, 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 yeah. balance, and everything that we try to find, because it's about how much we give, how much we take, mm. how much we work, how much we give passion. Well, it's about that harmony that we try to find the purpose of what we're doing, what we love, what we give, what we take. And that's uh, what every person is trying to find in life. We call it happiness. Mm. And maybe happiness is about harmony, stability. Uh, and, uh, you know, I like that statement when the, the person was asked, what is the difference between being successful and being uh, happy? And the answer was to find your passion. Mm. That will and passionately will be able to link your success and your happiness. Uh, and uh, uh, Sonia, I didn't know that it's called Ikigai. I'm so excited mm -hmm. forward to read this book. And I think knowing you, meeting you, for me, the greatest evidence that it does work uh, because it's about balance and trying to search, isn't it? Life is about searching, exploring and trying to find that balance. Uh, Charlie mentioned about Michelangelo that when it's too much of one thing, passion or genius, there is no yeah. harmony. Yeah. And uh, Sonia, I would like to use this opportunity and say that I really admire what you do. Uh, I'm really happy to be part of this team. And because what you do is about sharing, well, it's not only sharing and giving, but it's about that balance. Oh, thank you. I mean, you... Such such thoughtful words, and thank you very much for that. I I yeah, I'm in it. I'm, I'm, in I'm, it only, I'm only part of it. You know, I mean, I'm going to get all gushed over now, but I'm just going to say that I'm just a part of it, and and you guys are helping me a lot. Now, Charlie, unfortunately, I'm going to add another one to your book list now. All right? Yeah, I've you, already I've read it, it, mate. Okay. I, 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 from my my perspective, I, I whatever what they say, whatever floats your boat, whatever yeah. gets you through the day. Uh, if it's sicky guy or it's you're a, you're a welder during the day and you go to ballet dancing at night. Wh whatever it is that you do, whatever floats your boat, as long as you're not harming anyone and everything else like that, that that's fine by me. I, I'm a big fan of the Japanese. I, I, I spent some time working with the Japanese 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm a big Japanese uh, movie buff. Uh, I, I like Akira Kurosawa stuff and uh, Toshiro mm-hmm. Mifuno and all that sort of stuff. And I'm a bit of a, an anime t- of, uh, in the background going on there as well with the Japanese. Things like Pat Labor and Cowboy Bebop and Akira, of course. You think Showing you right now, Charlie. Showing you right. <laughs> <laughs> these, these, these are the things that, that float my boat. Uh, and uh, my, my, my partner, when I'm sitting down, she thinks I, I, I love science fiction. That floats my boat. She calls them tinfoil aliens and things like that. <laughs> but, 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 they, but that's fine. And she, she likes her stuff and whatever floats her boat, and I'm happy with that. But So that there's there's a whole load of things going on here. Ricky Guy, I, I, I certainly will pick that up, perhaps even on Kindle or ebook and things like that. But, uh, yeah, it, it, I, it, it, but, but like I said, it, it's whatever... I, I like the little, uh, the little, anim- the little cartoon at the top with the guy jumping out of bed and things like that. <laughs> part of this health and well-being issue that we face at the moment, and whatever, whatever context it's in, if you want to go, if you want to get yourself fit, the hardest thing you can do is put your training shoes on. Mm. If you're going to get out and get up and get on with things, the hardest thing you can ever do is get out of bed. It's easy to stick your head back under the covers, and there are thousands and millions of people out there. They get up every day, they get out with it, they get on with it, and they live a fulfilling life. and And they've they've been beset by suffering. And you see them all, uh, guys who've come back from from conflict. They've lost an arm, they've lost a leg, and they've got a smile that's as wide as a mile. And and they're 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 getting on with their lives and things like that. So mm-hmm. I, I, I whatever. Whatever you do to get through your day, whatever suffering that, that you've that, that's that's happened to you, if you can get up and get on with it, then as far as I'm concerned, you, you're a success regardless of, of, Wonderful. of what's happened to you. You know, you know. I, I thought you were playing music there for me, but I realised. No, 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 not at all. No, I mean, I think I think you've summed it up very well. I mean, talking about floating your boat, your boat is named Icky Guy. Float it. You know, find something that you enjoy doing, and yep. and Jeanette, such kind words, and thank you very much for that. For me, I I very. If you ask my family, they'll say, "Is there a day when you're ever depressed?" And I'll say, they'll say, "He's never ever depressed, right?" Uh, I'm very very rarely depressed. Do you know why? Because I'd like to keep creative. I'd like to challenge myself, yeah. keep myself engaged. I'm constantly thinking about how to make things quicker, make it more slicker. Oh, Graham, you ordered the book. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know what you think of it. Okay, look, this book doesn't cost a lot of money, all right? right. You don't have to pay. I'm not on commission. You don't have to spend a fortune to learn Ikigai. It is so simple, right? Find something you love, do it, share it with the world, and you'll get a balanced, as Jeanette says, a balanced approach. Yeah. I'm in contact with a guy called Akiro Hasegawa, I think he's a professor in Japan, who is an Ikigai world authority. Yeah, I've morning. asked him, yeah, I've asked him to come on the show. He said he'd love to come on the show, but he yeah. doesn't speak very good English. And I said, it doesn't matter. I don't speak very good Japanese. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, we'll get through. Come on the show. All right. yeah. <laughs> we'll do something. So I'm trying to convince him to come on the show and see see what he does. But folks, one takeaway from this, if there's anything, and we're going to go around the, the boxes here. It's like Celebrity Squares, right? Jeanette, businesswoman, lots of things going on, people employed, positivity, positive, positive, positive. Don't get beaten up. Jeanette, tell me if I'm wrong, but that's your attitude and it's worked for you and it's delivering. And I'm proud to have you as a friend on the stream team as well, because you really do 
engage in the right context as well. Thank you for that. Um, Charlie, lots of challenges for you. Home alone, isolated. Must feel like another repeat of Home Alone for you. We've had it several times every Christmas. There you go. It's your turn now, all right? And um, Jorge, you know, I had to wear a top that matches your uh, your headset, by the way. But uh, electric blue, because that's how I feel most days, okay? Um, creativity. Um, we're hitting 57 minutes now. I just want to cover uh, some of the questions that are coming in. So Arun and Vince are picking up on chats. Guys, it's great to see you having a bit of a bromance here. Please carry on with it. Connect, okay, chat. Graham, I do want you to tell me how you get on with that book. And looks like, he says, looks like my presidential term was Ikigai period. Do you know what? It probably was, okay? And it might be some... But you've got to ask yourself, Graham, why was it your presidential period? It was because you were connecting, sharing, and learning, which is what the strapline is for, for us as well, what we do. Last few words before we sign off. Um, I'm going to go in reverse this time. And Jorge, start with you, my friend. Any closing thoughts? As the label says on the box, your one suggestion or tip for folks in 2021. Off you go. Be, be patient. I'm being patient. All the people who is looking these shows and, and the other shows, just be patient with all the activities that you are making. Feel, feel the yeah. patient. Yeah. And the happiness will be directly. Fantastic. Be patient. I like that one. Uh, Charlie? Get up. Get out. Get on with it. You've only one life. Can you see that? I can see that. Get up, get out, get out. You know, every time you flick something up, I have to do something in return, okay? I learned that, I learned that from you. He's nowhere near as good as you, but okay, look, support, subscribe, and share. Get up, yeah, get out, yeah. get on with it. Charlie, you had that on your LinkedIn header, and you've never, yeah, yes, yeah, yes, you never strayed away from that, and it's very humbling, and I'm, I'm glad you shared that. Um, Jeanette. Closing thoughts. And my words will be, you are not alone. Yeah. Okay. You are not yes. alone. Uh, so it doesn't matter. Not every day, every time you are strong and it's okay. It's okay not to be strong, but you are not alone. Just speak up and there is always help just around the corner. Yeah. That's wonderful. Look, I mean, we're all yeah. human beings. We all have baggage that we have to carry. At the end of the day, uh, resilience. Of life. Yeah. Oh, yes. resilience yeah. is very important. We're going to have some fantastic yeah. guests in the show in the future. Let's learn from each other and uh, help each other along as well. My closing thoughts and words, find your ikigai. <laughs> I will say adios for the moment. We've actually hit one hour thank you so much jeanette charlie jorge for joining us today we're sorry that the other stream team members couldn't join us but you can understand circumstances are such graham vince arun all the folks on chat wherever you are thank you for joining us Vince, you need to come on the show you know you must be getting fingeritis by now you need to come on the show and just chat with us you know unless we scare you and you don't want to see us face to face you know all right Take it easy. I love you all and catch up with you all soon, okay? See you later. Bye for now. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for stopping by. I hope you enjoyed that show. 
Now, as I mentioned, we have two shows a week, Tuesdays and Thursdays. The Tuesday show is at 7 p.m. in the evening, and the Thursday show is at 3 o'clock in the afternoon, UK time. The if you missed the show, we always upload our recordings to our YouTube channel, Red Risks. Subscribe, and I can also notify you of any upcoming events. One way or another, we will make sure that we keep in touch with you.